Welcome to the Christian Indie Writers Podcast, where we inform, encourage, and support Christian indie writers on their journey toward publication. I'm Rhonda Hagerman, and I write in multiple genres, uh, including nonfiction and a bunch of other little things. I'm Jennifer Carl-Tong, and I write historical Christian romance. I'm Jamie Hirschberger. I write short fiction under the pen name J.R. Nichols, and I didn't know that it was my turn because there was no Tina. <laughs> to say that she's Christina Katane. Poor Tina. We lost her. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> yes. Uh, Tina is away enjoying herself this weekend on this beautiful rainy summer day. So uh, yeah, it is raining let- here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> unfortunately. All right. Well, anyway, thanks everyone for tuning in. For everyone listening live, we love you. And thank you to all of our listeners on iTunes and any of the other platforms that we have where we make our audio available. YouTubers, if you like what we do, please remember to like and subscribe. And you can also go on over to our website and subscribe to our newsletter, which will ensure you never miss a single episode of the Christian Indie Writers Podcast. So we like to start each episode with a segment we call What's Up? It's where we check in with each other and see where we are with our writing and our personal lives. So, Jamie, what's up? Well, I wish I had Tina's head uh, on a stick so I could pretend that I was Tina. No one ever say. bothers tease <laughs> Tina when she's gone. When Jed's gone, generally there's all. Oh, here it. it comes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, maybe I'll just say hi to the chat, like Shell and Leah and Piper. Uh, Alex is joining us. Good morning, everybody. And Gigi. Did I miss anybody? Hi, everyone. Leah says she had to set two alarms to get her bum out of bed today. Whatever it takes. Uh, we <laughs> appreciate you setting your alarm to get out yes. of bed to join us. We appreciate yeah. it yet so we much. We appreciate it. It's awesome. Yeah. I know she's been under the weather, too, so I hope that she's feeling better. And, um, yeah. So Alex, my- say hi to Alex again. Sorry. Hi, Alex. And then my what's up. Um, I just wanted to share something kind of show and tell with you. Uh, I have teenagers in the house. And so I am uh, kind of blessed with wish packages showing up every now and then. And inside was, look at this. Okay. So my daughter got like a whole fleet of these. And this one had been claimed by our dog. And I'm like, no, the dog is not going to have this because my son had one on his desk. And I was like, this thing is so cute because so it's cute like this. But if you're having a bad day, you turn it inside out, and now it's sad. Oh, 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 that is adorable. I know. And I decided, I think I'm going to keep this on my desk. And so I'm going to keep it like this. But if I'm ever being too crabby for my family, I'm going to tell them, go and turn this upside down. And it'll remind me that I need to be in a better mood or something. It can be a subtle way of saying, cheer up, mom. I'll probably take it and go, I will not cheer up and whip it. But um, <laughs> you they can try. Me. They can try to influence me for the better. So. <laughs> There's my sour puss octopus, but now he's happy. Alex, Alex has one. <laughs> it's green and purple. That's awesome. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm trying to get up here. Piper gave her what's up. She said, finished rough draft. Yay. And on top of copy editing pass. Good for you, Piper. That's awesome. I'll I'll slip into my what's up real quick. Um, okay. just because I was talking. So <laughs> <laughs> um so I've not been doing good with the editing because I've been busy doing other things. My husband has been off on sick leave. Uh, for those of you that don't know, or that don't come to my live streams that I do Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Um, 
he was in the hospital last week for some blood pressure issues. And because there is a family history of heart trouble, then he, and, and also they had to do, they had to do a spinal tap on him. Um, he's been off all this week. And so I've kind of like not, I've kind of been distracted with other things. So, um, but yeah, I mean, we're just kind of, it's almost been kind of like a vacation because we can't do a whole lot. We went to the, the lake uptown and <laughs> did some things like that. So that's my, what's up. It's a I season of like recovery for you yeah. in your house. Yeah. Yeah. And when you're the mom, you guys know, like everything kind of, and when he's not able to do everything, then it's even more on me. Right. But I have been working. I, uh, I've missed because of doctor appointments for him, but I am editing and I have been working. So, um, yeah, but just, yeah. Shell says, what's up? Been reading lots and writing reviews all week. My middle son turns 19 today. Aww, Aww, happy so birthday, nice. middle son. <laughs> yeah. Rhonda, what's up with you? Uh, well, let's see. Um, I bought a house and I'm <gasps> Is working that all? on it. Oh, well, yeah, that's all. <laughs> um, that's all I'm going to say about it today, but um, we've got some waterfront to play with. And unfortunately, it's raining today. We had a whole weekend plan for bobcat work and stuff like that. And it looks like it's going to be raining us out. So I'm totally Is it going to rain all day? Uh, I don't know. I think today it's just going to make it slippery enough to where we can't do the work. And then tomorrow it's really supposed to pour. Yeah. Unfortunately. So kind of bummed about that. But uh, anyway, yeah, that's kind of um, filling my days these days. I'm um, I started, um, being more productive again, you know, started getting my workflow, um, back in place and that's been working great for me. Um, starting to see some progress again. So I'm motivated and that feels good. <laughs> yes. It feels, it feels amazing. Really good. Wednesday in my live stream by the last, um, writing sprint, I was like just on such a roll and it made me mad because I knew that I had to stop. Like I try really hard to keep things segmented. My family knows that after 10, like they have my attention for whatever my girls, whatever they need or whatever. Um, so they leave me alone during writing time as much as possible. And I was just like on a roll and I'm like, Oh, and then Thursday doctor's appointments and things. So I couldn't even like, I usually work Thursdays too, but anyway, so yeah, it feels good though. Doesn't it to get back in your, it does. Oh Yeah. Just to be productive and to accomplish things every day, there's nothing better than that, mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, um, we got a couple of what's up real quick. Alex right. says her what's up is that she actually made it to the live finally. Yay! We're glad to have you here, Alex. <laughs> yeah. So glad. Leah says her what's up. Finished first draft, book nine of her series. Yeah, Starting to edit nine. yesterday. Started a new prayer journal, reconnecting to the source. Good for you. Yeah, awesome. good for you. I appreciate all the well wishes and the, from everybody mm-hmm. too. I I appreciate that. My husband's good. I don't want anyone to think that like anything is super bad. Like it's just they're being very proactive because of uh, the family history. So I think thank you everyone, and I would con- appreciate continued prayers too. So thanks. Awesome. All, all right. right, shall we start on our topic for today? I'm so excited about this topic. <laughs> okay, because there's well, visuals. I'm glad you are. Okay. <laughs> so this topic for today is. How to take a better headshot. A headshot? What do we need headshots for? Jennifer, can you explain to us why do we need headshots? Um, I could. Uh, I <laughs> wasn't prepared for that question. That's okay. Um, I'll answer it. Good. I'll thank you. 
I mean, I know, but the answer is we were sold a lie as children. The lie we were sold is that we could just write and write and writerly write, write and never have to do any marketing or advertising or self-promotion in any way. And dollars would magically flow into our pockets. That's a lie. So we have to go get a picture taken and stick it up there for the world to look. Now, we should have been ready for this. Because when I was growing up, at least the picture of the author was on the back of the hardcover mm-hmm. book. So I should have been prepared for this reality, but I was not. And then Jennifer had to say, oh, no, getting your picture taken will be fine. And Tina was like, no, it won't. And we were all like, sure, it will, Tina, even though we didn't want our picture taken either. And Jen was like the only one who was like, we need to do this, you guys. And then she was right, of course, because all because the pictures I see came out great. I see how beautiful you guys are. And you guys just don't see it yourselves. Like, Aww. I know you don't want your picture taken, but like, it is important. And it's something I've always said, too. And I've, I've heard other places too. I see a lot of authors that use an avatar on social media and that's okay if you're just communicating with other writers, right? Mm-hmm. But your readers want to know the person behind the book. They want, they do like your, your super fans, even your semi super fans, they want to see who you are. They want to know more about you. They, because they connect with your characters so much that, and you're part of your characters, it just becomes this like friendship like online, like the reality is you need to be a real person to them and pictures. You need to have real pictures. Sorry. I know that people don't want to hear that, but it really does help. So, well, and did we want to talk about why a professional one? Is that on our outline somewhere to talk about? I thought it used to be at least. Uh, no, go ahead. I don't think it is. Well, I don't think you want to take a picture with just your iPhone camera. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just like that, that kind there. of a, dis- okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Am I skipping ahead? Yeah, a little bit. It's okay. <laughs> we can, we can. The only reason you can't skip ahead in this outline is because I have the pictures in order. I know, I know. It's like, it's like, I feel like we did a group project and Jen did all of this work. And she's like, all you have to do is say these lines. And I say I'm in the wrong place. So forgive us this week. But we've got this really cool interactive situation happening. So what is really next here? Let me actually look at my outline. All right. So let's start with, to boil what Jamie said down is... For our social media online presence, you need to have a headshot yeah. and you want it to look nice. So let's start with you. And I would even argue, now see, of course, your results may vary. Yeah. And people that argue these things with us, and that's totally fine. Sure. But I would even say that it needs to be the same image across all the places and on the cover of the book. And I will explain later, I'm not actually going to use my new picture yet. I'm waiting till the series is done because all my series is going to have the same picture. And then when the next series comes out, then I will have, I might change my, my image a little bit, like freshen everything up. Um, so because again, you want people to recognize, Oh, that's this author, you know, that I like, you know, mm-hmm. so um, Leah says, when I started doing videos and posting little selfies, I started getting more traction on my author page, but good pictures make a huge difference. I like the avatar too. Yeah. Your avatar is really cute. I do have yeah, to give you that. It, it, it really fits. I think your brand. Uh-huh. So yes. So if you love your avatar, I would do like what, what Leah did. Make sure you're still putting selfies and real mm-hmm. images of you in some reality. 
onto your social media pages as well. That would be my mm-hmm. suggestion. So, right. Okay. So the first thing we want to talk about, Jamie, you, was, you were going to talk about dolling yourself up. Yes. Okay. So the first time we went to take these pictures, I put on makeup as if I was going to be on stage where I knew that there would be hot stage lights washing out my face. Our original was, pictures. Yes. I was very ago. unhappy then with the results because I felt like it, I, I looked too made up. So I was joking around. I was like, you're an author, not Gene Simmons. So don't go crazy <laughs> with the makeup. Okay. So if you don't know who that is, then you're young and I'm jealous of you. You'll have to go do research. So um, make sure you look natural in your photographs or at least only as dialed up as you're willing to be for your book signings. <laughs> yes. Because think about if you, for as a professional, like you may say, I never wear makeup and that's a choice you can make. But if you have a job that you're going to go to and you're going to put makeup on because of the job or because you're being professional, this is your job too. So um, I would say spend some time putting some makeup on if you, if you like makeup and want to wear makeup, but that's a choice that you would make. You could do, you could go without doing your hair and makeup. That's your choice. If that's part of your brand. Yeah. Because Yes. You want to look the way people expect you to look when they see you in real life. So if you're going to show up at a book signing with makeup, then wear it in your picture is how I kind of okay. feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah, very good. All right. All right. Um, I would like to say um, maybe you should grab a friend who can make you smile. Yes. And an example of that is mm-hmm. when I used to take my daughter to JCPenney when she was an infant, I had to bring my sister-in-law along who was her aunt. She was, um, she was a teenager at the time. And my daughter adored her and she just mm-hmm. glowed looking at her. So Aww. I knew that if I took, her name is Jamie too. Uh, if I took Jamie with me, then the pictures would be great. So as an adult, I bet that would work just the same. So like, we are like the Jamie for Jamie maybe because like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. right. So Jamie, Jamie always makes these things fun. <laughs> it's fun when the four of us go together anyway. So we do our group pictures, but we also do our individual headshots and it's just more fun when we're all together. And Jamie makes it fun. So <laughs> oh, just cheese it up. Cheesing it up. <laughs> so so all I had to do with Jamie was just start taking pictures. And she just like <laughs> had so much fun with it. Like, this is my favorite. I kind of wish she'd chosen this one <laughs> or this one. She didn't. But, you know, well, because you have to get the awkward out of the way, whoever is taking your picture is really kind of closer to you than you might be comfortable with, especially if you're an introverted person and you might feel a little bit awkward about someone being so close in your personal space. So the sooner you can make it weird for everybody, the more comfortable (laughs) you're going to feel. That's excellent advice. That is really good advice. (laughs) All right. All right. The. The next thing I would say that's important. So it's important to to dial yourself up, but don't look like Gene Simmons. It's important to bring a friend, even if it's just your headshot. If it's not a group like what we do, bring a friend with you because it'll just be way more fun that way. Think about yeah. senior pictures. I went on my best friend's senior pictures and hers turned out so great, but we were having so much fun with it too. So. Yes. And again, so. as an introvert, having a comfortable person there with you who you're used to will help you to be yourself because the photographer may be a stranger to you, which could make you a little bit of a scaredy bunny. That's true. Gigi says pretty. Oh, thanks, guys. Oh, Jamie Lovett says Leah. Oh, and those are such great photos. They are. Where do you see the final one? Jen those, those are fun. She's a good photographer. All right. So if you're going to, uh, today's, we do say that you can, of course, you can go have a professional done. But today's topic really is about taking your own pictures. That's because right. we're 
we are all about trying to save money when we're doing this because there are some places you're going to have to spend money, but this may not be one of those places. And so my suggestion is use a good camera. Mm. So I have a DSLR. It's not brand new. I would say it's probably eight years old, maybe 10. Um, But my advice is if you don't have one, borrow a DSLR, DSLR camera from a friend. And I should have brought mine down here so you could see what I meant, but it's a digital camera, but it's where you can switch out the um, lenses because a DS, even if you don't know how to use it, a DSL camera on auto is better than a cell phone and a cell phone used by a friend is better than just taking a selfie and a selfie can work. I'll show you example later that can work, but it's not the best choice. It's more important that you get a photo that you have a a professional looking photo. And what we did is um, the very first time we did photos, I told the ladies, go do research, go look at a bunch of author uh, images that you want me to recreate for you. So we recreated like the angles and we we tried some of those things and that just do that research. It really is important. That kind of thing. I remember because Tina's original photo that we took last time, she had like her glasses in a certain way. And that was a pose that she was copying off of something she had seen online. And she ended up loving that picture. It was her keeper. Agreed. Yep. All right. So use a good camera. DSLR is best. If you have to use your your phone, have a friend take it for you so that you can get good angles. Piper says it took her four sittings to get her daughter's senior picture, uh, ones that she actually liked. And that was the session that she took a friend. So there's endorsement for bringing a friend. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. So you've got a great camera that you can use or some device for using your cell phone. So what about lighting? Oh, yes. So we, of course, we're not professionals, so we don't have professional lighting. Mm -hmm. which you would need if you're going to take pictures indoors. So I always suggest to do them outdoors. Mm -hmm. And the best time for doing outdoor photos, whether you do it for your your book or or you just want to do some family pictures, whatever, is one hour within that one hour before sunset or the one hour after sunrise. Mm -hmm. So we chose one of those. And I'm going to tell you, it wasn't the one hour after sunrise because I would have been the only one there. (laughs) Yes. Possibly. (laughs) I'm the early bird. They're the... Generally, actually, Jamie's an early bird now, but in the past, it was like just me by myself early in the morning. Um, but that's when you won't get the harsh shadows. You won't get um, the, you because the way that the sun is in those time periods, you'll get good lighting. Now, we did not do that this time, actually. I should t- clarify that because we there was areas with l- big, big shade. And we'll talk about that later. But one of the things that you'll have that's a problem if you don't do it in that one hour before sunset or the one hour after sunrise is you get problems called dapple light. So let yeah, me- Jen's going to bring that up while I rave about this environment. If you guys can get to a campground and get out into nature, it will inspire your writing. It will inspire you to be creative and productive and just inspire you in general because God is such an artist and his handiwork is amazing. So, right. Um, right. Mm-hmm. So this is what I mean by dapple light. I just pulled this offline. If you Google search dapple light, you'll find this in images. And what you can see here, can you guys see my mouse? Yep, you can. All right. Mm-hmm. So do you see how there's like a harsh difference between the light that's coming down through the leaves? Even yeah. if you're in shade, sometimes you get that where this, there is no dapple light. So you'll notice right. in our pictures, if I go back to like 
So Jamie, I have not, uh, these are not edited, but you can see there's no dapple light on her at all. It's all the light is, is, is one lighting. The dappling is behind me in that. In that it example. Is. And yeah. um, you might like that picture for an art project or something that is showing dappled lighting, but not for a headshot is the point, right? Like you want right. to be putting forward yes. what the standard is. Much like you want your book cover to match your genre, you want your headshot to look like a headshot. This is not the place to kind of stand out and be a weirdo. And be artistic. Be artistic. There's lots of artistic photographs using dappled light that I love, but Piper says, um, also use the flash on your camera, even if it's light enough out, it's enough out because it will give you extra light to prevent backlit photos. I disagree. And I'm going to disagree with you respectfully here, Piper. If you're using a DSLR camera, DSLR camera, I don't know why I keep stuttering that. It is um, made to, to pull light in. And so when you use the flash, it art makes things artificial. So you want to be as natural as possible. So I, you can try it both ways because it probably is going to depend on the camera that you're using. Probably she to. might be using some camera that works better with a flash. Right. So now that would be what I would do. My best advice is do it outdoors and do it one hour after sunrise or one hour before sunset. Mm -hmm. If you cannot do that, then, and you have to do inside an indoor photo, then I say you do it near a window, just inside the beam. And here's what I mean. When you're at a window and you see the sunlight coming in and it mm -hmm. will almost like draw a line on your floor where the sunlight mm -hmm. is. And then just beyond that, that's where you need to stand is just beyond that. And I'll show um, another example. This is, a, this is actually an example of a selfie that I did. Um, I'm actually holding the camera, but I played around with angle a whole lot because I was trying to mimic another photo of an author that I had seen. So it doesn't, if I didn't tell you it was a selfie, you may not realize it is, but uh, this is me just inside my back, um, like my sliding glass door, just inside the beam. So that would give you a natural light without it being harsh. So. Mm -hmm. um, can I mention also, uh, you're saying DSLR, uh, you are allowed to use a camera that is not, doesn't have the D, the D stands for digital. If you're out there and you still have an old fashioned film camera, you are more than welcome to use that too. We are not yeah. saying only DSLR. I just, the DSLR is easier it, because you can so see the pictures yeah. immediately and, and you know probably, if you're on the right. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And probably someone, you know, has one. That's another thing. Like you could probably just easily borrow um, because mm -hmm. again, we're trying to get this done inexpensively and easily. Um, people who are into photography already or know someone who is, they've got, they've got it golden, you know, barter right. something out for them. Right. Mm -hmm. Piper says professional photographer here, but your mileage may vary. Good. All right. So see, that's good to know, Piper, because I'm not a professional. I'm just giving tips of things I picked up along the way. So next time I'm going to try that, putting on the, on when we're outside, putting on the flash and see if that works. So awesome. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So that was indoor and outdoor natural light. So what about the angle? Does the angle matter? Hmm. What do you think, Rhonda? Does the angle matter? <laughs> I think it matters a whole lot. Yes. Yes. So, uh, all right, let's talk about it. Go ahead and show some pictures. Of mine as well. Yeah. All right. So I took some pictures. I was taking pictures and Rhonda looked at, and it was, we were outside. So we're trying to look at the screen and she's like, could you go a little higher? And I'm like, sure. Like, which I should have anyway, but he, I'm going to show you the first one that I took. 
which I think is a great picture. Again, these are not edited, so I've not adjusted the lighting. It's still kind of dark on her a bit. But we went for by changing the angle and from this to this without me. This is not edited either. So see how the lighting is better, how it just looks more. Everything is uplifted just by changing the angle a little bit higher. Yeah. So, yes, when in doubt, go higher. Always. Yes. And we are so blessed that this is a digital situation and that we're not burning through film or anything like that. So take many, many shots and Mm -hmm. experiment with like Jen was standing up on the bench of the picnic table for some of these. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we would get down lower um, just to have some fun with Mm -hmm. it, because why not go ahead and be a little Mm -hmm. trigger happy? You can always delete the, the ones you don't like. Right. That's what Alex says. She says, I like digital because I can mess (laughs) up without wasting film. Yes. Yeah. Right. Right. And also, um, uh, digital will help you see any wardrobe malfunctions. Yeah. (laughs) I'm I'm putting things up here to cover up your wardrobe malfunctions. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Leah says we're looking lovely and Alex says you look pretty Rhonda and Gigi oh, says she's that's very pretty. sweet. Yes, you do look beautiful. Jen, you really captured us. Very good, Jen. Oh, it's easy too. It really, it really and truly is easy too. Well, that's what we wanted um, to talk about, how easy it could be to just do it yourself right. and mm-hmm. save a little bit of money. Yeah. Yeah. Something else oh. you should play with too is poses and facial expressions. Mm-hmm. So we showed Jamie early on and she was like making faces and having fun, but um, you you may think you know exactly what you want. Like I told you to do the research, find some images that you want to mimic, but play around too, because you might find that you like something different. And I'm just going to share some examples of here's our lovely Tina. Oh, so cute. And there she is with the, with the glasses, with glasses yeah. like she wanted. Uh-huh. All right. So Jamie yeah. took my pictures. So Jamie, who is, does not, you don't own a DSLR. No, correct? I don't think just so. use it mine oh, yeah. on manual. Right. So, and I moved around a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> so again, yeah, she did a great job, right? So a friend could take your pictures. It just might take you getting a hundred pictures taken just so that you can find the right one, right? You got to play around. If you're not an expert, you got to play around with it and figure out what you want. Yes. And our romance writer showed up in her beautiful red frilly romantic blouse. <laughs> and my, Yes. My daughter, she, she, why is she so fancy? I said, well, she writes romance. Because <laughs> she knows me. She's like, she's not fancy. Why is she? <laughs> it was really, really, you look beautiful. It really came Aww, out great. Yeah. Yeah. Very glamour. You'll notice okay. though. In our group pictures, I put a jean jacket on over it. <laughs> no, because a different brand. Right? Yeah. So think about that too. If you write gritty crime drama, you probably shouldn't wear an off the shoulder red frilly thing like I did. <laughs> if you write romance, you probably shouldn't wear like, <clears throat> I don't know, um, like a Harry Potter cape, right? Like you should, <laughs> you should probably fit your brand a bit. <laughs> Leah says, LOL us romance writers. We are so extra. We are. <laughs> and I think that's great. Yes. It's very <laughs> sweet. I love it. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, um, Jamie, you were going to talk about editing software. Okay. So check it out. I know really nothing about editing software other than I understand that GIMP exists, which is the free Photoshop. And that is what I have. And then also there are things like Canva, which is online. You don't have to download a thing and you can upload your pictures to them. 
And if I understand correctly, Jen, you told me that just clicking whatever little magic wand, whatever program gives me is going to be better than nothing. Is that where I start? Yes. You need to use photo editing software, period. I mean, you saw how everyone saw how great these pictures were like, and we got lots of great compliments, but they still need some photo editing. This is part of the, the technology that we have these days. And I'm going to show you an example. Even if you don't know what you're doing, all of these photo editing software suites or things that you can use for free or not have somewhere on there an auto adjust. Now, this is one of the pictures we took. And then here is PicMonkey, which is what I use. And there is a free version you can use. Here's PicMonkey's auto adjust. Did it go? No, it didn't go. Do you see Mm -hmm. the difference? I know it's slight, but it's enough. It lightened up. the. You can see more of the features. It brightens everything up. Mm -hmm. That's just auto adjust. You play around with a little bit with with the saturation, different things, and you're going to get a better picture. So I would say... um, this is also an area that you can find somebody who's a friend that knows what they're doing with, with editing, right? With software. And they could do it for you. I did all the ladies for them. Um, even though I think that they probably could have done it themselves. But. I really like how the sun is really hitting Rhonda's hair there. And the yeah. auto adjust really shows that. In the original, you don't quite catch that beam trajectory so much. Agreed. Now, for us, too... Um, one of the things I didn't think about was with the green grass in the background and the sun hitting it. So it being so bright when you do an auto adjust, it's going to like kind of, it made everything a little bit kind of orange ish. So I had to go in and, and do things other than just the mm. auto adjust. But again, it's still better and brighter than just doing the original. So, okay. All right. Um, so one bonus pick before we go on to our photo headshot reveal mm-hmm. is, um, make sure that whatever pictures you do, you got to have a square one. Yeah. And why is that? Because of social media. Mm-hmm. It's either going to be a, a square one that's turned around or it's going to be square, but you got to make sure like, so it's hard for us with it. It's the four of us because then now I have to go in and make some sort of image that we can use. We actually, for our social media, we, we use our headphones, our little logo. Mm-hmm. Um, but for banners and things like that, we're able to use these pictures. But for you as an author, you're going to have to have a a, um, a square or a round picture. So make sure you find something that will work for that as well. So uh, Alex says, I use Pixlr before I got photo. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention mm-hmm. that. Yes. So let's say you take your picture with your cell phone. You can, there are all kinds of cell phone apps you can use, including Afterlight, Pixlr, um, Photoshop or PicMonkey is on there. Lightroom is on there. There's all kinds of things that you can use on your phone. You do not have to have like all this fabulous equipment to do this. You can, you can do a decent headshot on your own using those kind of things. Right. And that's what we're trying to do is encourage people to give it a try, you know, and, and that's why we're offering so many options. And that's why Jen gave you the hierarchy of like good, better, and best just because we want you to be a little bit brave because I think step one is being brave enough to agree that you're going to show your face. I mean, writers are notoriously introverted Mm -hmm. and I think this whole ideal of being vulnerable and exposing what you look like to the world can be something that you have to work through um, and just be brave enough to give it a try. 
Um, and if you want to send your picture to us, we'll tell you how beautiful you are before you send it out to the world if you like. Yes. Uh, Alex says Snapseed too. And Leah says Color Story as well. Um, yes. And again, this episode is about taking your own headshots. If you can afford or have someone that will like a professional do the professional. Go for it. Go yeah, have for your, it. Have a day. Take outfits and like, you know. Yeah, be the model <laughs> for the day. I agree with that. So 100% we should do that. All right. Are we ready for the big reveal? Yes. I think we are. All right. <laughs> Ladies we and gentlemen. A- yes. Go ahead. Well, we asked Tina. She said it was okay to show her picture. Just wanted mm-hmm. to say that. J.R. Nichols. Look at I love mm. so pretty. Oh, I love that mm. picture, Jamie. Very Thanks. Very serious. <laughs> but but it fits your brand because you be multi-genre. And mm-hmm. I love how your ponytail looks like a wave. I Thanks. know. I love that too. Yeah. There's this our romance writer. Yes. yes. This is the one I just I decided on. Oh, I love it. I wish that I'd had a little more coverage on my shoulders, but oh well, it is what it is. <laughs> Well, look. So pretty. So, so pretty. You love it. <laughs> Rhonda, you said that'll work. Let's go back. So, Rhonda, why? Tell us, because you know why. Like, you told us before. Oh, because of my glasses? You wish that you would. Like, see, I love them. I love well, them. I love wearing them because they help me see. But <laughs> in some of the pictures, I really look like Angry Birds with my horns, horn rims going up like this. And, oh, my word. That was Not this one. one. This uh, another wardrobe gorgeous. malfunction that was able to be taken care of. I took <laughs> care of the wardrobe malfunction on this one. Yeah. I did. <laughs> and then Tina. Yay! She would decide to go with the one, not the one with the holding the glasses. And I, I just thought it looks like Tina. She looks like she's like our lovely friend, her natural smile. I love it. Yeah. I just so, love yeah. it. Mm-hmm. It's hard to and, catch her oh, smiling because she doesn't want to smile in a picture. Yep. Look. And so we could we we narrowed it down to two different ones, not because we couldn't decide. Well, partly because we couldn't decide, but because I love this one. But we need some. We might sometimes need more space around our heads, and this one is very close. Um, but Jamie pointed out that this one is shenanigans, <laughs> and this one is much more a, a, more of a professional shot for us. So, and I love them both. So, yep, there's our photo shoot. Ta-da, I'm going to go back to this one. I just love it. <laughs> and thanks again to uh, Tina for hosting us in her glamper so that we could have yeah. our little writing retreat and get all these pictures done. And thanks to Jen for taking them. And her husband, Randy, came out and was helping us. We're really thankful for all the support. Yes. Yes. Appreciate that. Was- and appreciate you guys all being willing to do it because I know that, like, it's not comfortable for everybody. So. Yeah. But it's going to be done. Sh- Shell says, I added a headshot session to a family session we were already doing, and it oh, went great. That's such a great idea. It is, great idea. Yeah. That's a really great idea. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants a headshot for at least their LinkedIn, even if they're um, in a business profession. It's nice to have a professional headshot. Agreed. Yep, that's right. Okay, well, uh, I think we're, we've said all we have to say on that topic. Is that correct? I think so. Okay. I hope everybody at least goes and tries. I, I hope that if you don't have a headshot and you're not using it for anything yet, especially if you're not, uh, aren't published yet, go out and try. It's so much fun, right? Gigi says, wow, you guys look marvelous. Thanks, Aww, thank Gigi. you. <laughs> so wonderful friends supporting each other. These are fantastic. You guys are great. 
See, yeah. we love this. We love all the support you guys give us. We would love to do the same to you. So yeah, because trust absolutely. us, you guys are beautiful and let the picture show it. Yep. yep. And then you have all the memories too. Not just yes. the mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, it is time now for us to transition into our feeding of the backs. And this is where we have taken 15 minutes before the podcast and used our writing sprint that hopefully everybody else used as well when they found it on our social media. And um, we're going to read them. They are unedited. Uh, We only give positive feedback because they are unedited. And um, hopefully this will be an example for you, inspiration for you to try your own sprints. So I am going to have Jennifer read hers first. All right. Our prompt today was the real mystery, dot, dot, dot. Why was there chocolate on her desk? So that was our prompt. Mm. Um, It was not in quotes, so you did not have to use exactly, but I was going to use it. I didn't get there. So hopefully you can see where it's going. Probably not entirely, but. And it's these characters, the um, social media person with her boss. I'm back to those characters, but I don't remember their names. So I just gave new names. I always do that. (laughs) Janie knew it it had been foolish to leave her office door open, but in her rush to get to the meeting early, you know, to get the seat furthest from her boss before anyone else did, she hadn't thought to stop. Her only thought had been to not spill her coffee on her new white blouse, the second one of the day, her coffee, that is, on her white blouse. (laughs) See, these are not edited. (laughs) I thought she kept blouses in her office and just changed, (laughs) because that would be me. I spill coffee so frequently. A goal that was, all right, so her goal was not to spill. A goal that was apparently impossible while balancing two notebooks, a large binder, and a laptop because only three steps from her office door, she did just that. Uh. The binder slipped, she shifted her grip, and there went the coffee. Had it not been for the lid on the thermal cup, she would have been doused rather than splashed. But splash was enough to warrant a trip to the ladies' room before the meeting. By the time she arrived, not only was the coveted back of the room seat taken, so was every other seat in the room except one, right next to Mr. Boss. She quickly but reluctantly took the chair and deposited her belongings on the table and pulled her phone from her pocket. She nearly jumped out of her seat when her boss casually sat on the table, bumping her things out of the way. With his back to the rest of the room, he looked down at her and cleared his throat. Hot embarrassment caused caused not only her cheeks to boil, but her temper as well. Why did this man take every opportunity to single her out? And what professional sits on a conference room table? With indignation, she flashed her phone at him. I'm just turning the ringer off. She grit through her teeth. She glared at him, but he refused to look at her, choosing instead to stare at something on the wall behind her that Janie knew to be blank. I'm not concerned about your phone, he said barely above a whisper. I'm concerned about your blouse. My blouse, she huffed back as she glanced down at the expensive garment. The wet fabric, which now clung to her chest, had become as close to transparent as could be, <laughs> revealing another purchase Janie had made yesterday to go with the white blouse, a white frilly bra. Horrified, she pulled at the fabric, loosening it from the transparent property. From its transparent property. Magic, he said. Let's try to keep it from clinging to you, shall we? Three, two, one. So at the end there, I was like rushing to get to the point that like when you pull white fabric that's transparent, you can no longer see through it. But I didn't get, really get there anyway. So that's I just whole. had to wipe the steam off of my glasses. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be more of an embarrassment thing. Like, because has anyone ever had that happen? A white shirt, like a blouse gets wet and it's like you got to hold it out until it dries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just me. So mm-hmm. All right. That's it. 
I didn't get it's there. It's not so- just you. It's just that I am reliving the moment and experiencing the trauma again. Oh, yes. Yes. We all we've done all that, been right? there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Do people don't wear white blouses anymore. Is that like a nineties thing when I was still working in offices? Probably. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, so you were writing with these people again. So does this mean they are going to have their own novel someday? They are going to have their own novel someday. But they're like on the list, right? Like, oh yeah. Why can't I sprint in the novel I'm working on? Never. But these these topics come up, and it's like, well, there wouldn't be a desk in the Wild West, so like that's not gonna fit that series. And right. so a desk. I mean, like seriously, that like, this is the only like story I could have been writing in. I feel like mm-hmm. so. Right. So. And besides, when you write in a different story, uh, me at least, it sort of inspires the story that I am trying to work in. Even oh. though it's, it might be a totally different set of characters or, or. Yeah, whatever. that's a really good yes. point. There's no wasted writing. Right, right, right. Agreed. Lots of chatter. Thank you, guys. Jen, that was awesome. Felt so bad for her. So good. <laughs> Ooh, poor thing. Great writing. Great story. Thanks. Good character work, Jen. Thank you, Shell. I appreciate that. Um, Piper says, okay, now I'm at my place and realizing how far behind I got in the video because I missed Jen's story. Aw. <laughs> uh-huh. it later. Um, Leah says, my husband was bad as an adult. I went in the lake. The pigs were not very Christian. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I bet your husband likes those pigs, though. <laughs> I bet he loves revisiting that day. Let's look at the scrapbook, shall we? <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Appreciate it. Oh, all right. Well, in, in the pause, we can pretend that Tina Katane um, is reading her sprint, but instead we can plug our book. We have 30 days of writing sprint prompts. If you would like to be a more prolific writer, if you just want to have a good writing habit, pick up 30 days of writing sprint prompts. It's only $10 and it's a great workbook. It's very well put together, very well organized, and will get you a daily writing habit. So pick it up. Available. And every penny of the proceeds goes to support this mm-hmm. podcast. None yep. of it goes in our pockets. Nope, we don't take any. We just leave it in the bank and spend it on Buzzsprout or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. So there. <laughs> All right. I guess protocol demands that I go next. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Protocol okay. says. There's so. two paragraphs. That's what you get. You I didn't say it. protocol says. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Mona knew she hadn't left the light on. It was part of her new end-of-the-day mantra. Books, paper, sweep, light. She pushed the door with the end of her pencil and easily opened the rest of the way, moaning and creaking though it did. The light was coming from the small lamp on her desk, and directly below that was a small box. Mona tiptoed to the desk and reached for the box and turned it over in her hands, but nothing gave away the contents. The rattle she heard did not clear up things either. She laid the box back down and then slowly turned on her heel, surveying the rest of the office. Nothing seemed disturbed. Slightly frustrated that her new cleaning habits removed all of the dust from all of the surfaces and there were no fingerprints to be seen anywhere. <laughs> she slowly lifted the box again, inspecting that. I love it. Love it. Not only do I love it, but it's given me a, a great feeling knowing that if there was ever a crime in my house, it'd be very easy for them to track. Yes. <laughs> 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 uh huh. Yes. Curse you cleaning. <laughs> not, we're, not, a, not a concern in the Tong household right now. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, so I wanted it to be a puzzle box. 
Oh, oh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I love this. I love that. And so you're like kind of saying, well, it's not very long, but your word choices are so careful and they paint such a good picture. I don't think you should ever despise your small number of words because you're careful when you select them. And there aren't really many that you'll need to erase. So I just think it was really, really well done. Well, yes. thank you very much. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed writing it. Uh, right. <laughs> 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 Feels this good build up, Rhonda. Yeah, oh, for thank sure. You. Gigi says, uh, Rhonda, a mystery. It pulled me in, loved it. Uh, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Alex says, I love that. The sinister tone leading up to the chocolate is awesome. Mm. Yeah. Thank you very much, everybody. Okay, Jamie, let's All see. All right. Yours. For the first time, I was cut off. For the first time in a long time, I didn't get to finish my story um, in time. So, oh no, where did it go? I promise it's here somewhere. I hate it when you don't finish a story because then, then I really want to know the rest of it so yeah well i don't even think i basically got to the point either which is a little bit scary someone else maybe probably right uh i got a long list i know i hear you somebody talk for a second while i find i don't know why Um, there's another comment for uh leah says building up wonderful Rhonda. that was for you so see i closed the tab from the sprint sorry okay so here we go kaylee frowned The box of chocolates had appeared from nowhere, it seemed. She'd come back from lunch to find it propped against the stack of files she'd been meaning to go through one more time before hauling them all back to the archives. Now she found herself with two new mysteries to solve on top of the cold case death of Madame Marie Lafarge. Why was there chocolate on her desk and who had put it there? It's from a secret admirer, Natch, Shirley said, cracking her gum. Kaylee turned and gave the stink eye to her friend who was sawing at a pointed finger with a file as she blew a bubble and cracked the gum again. You can give me all the dirty looks you want, but I'm telling you, some guy has really gone bonkers over you. I've shopped for candy on the clearance rack the day after Valentine's Day, but still. She used the file to point at the heart-shaped box. That thing must have sent him back at least four bucks. Kaylee lifted a brow, considering she could get herself a large popcorn and a box of jujubes at the movies for less than half that. She now had another question to answer. Who could afford to drop that kind of money on something as trivial as chocolates? I don't like it, Kaylee said. It feels like there might be strings attached. Of course there are, Shirley said, propping her chin on her hands and gazing moonily at the picture of Bobby Darren she kept on her desk. Heart strings. Oh, brother, Kaylee said, rolling her eyes. Oh, good. The chocolates arrived. A male voice brought goosebumps alive along Kaylee's arms and neck. She turned to behold the most dashing man she'd ever met. He looked as though he'd stepped out of a library and not the public kind either, but rather one of those Kaylee had only seen depicted in literary magazines. He wore an ascot and a smoking jacket. His hair was just long enough to be worn in the most fashionable style of the day. I was worried the delivery boy wouldn't be able to find you, the gentleman told Kaylee, who could not find words to respond. Blah, she murmured. Shirley saved the day. He was a very nice young man, she effused. I gave him a nickel for his trouble. The man raised a brow and Shirley pressed a hand to her chest. I'm not looking to be paid back or anything. I'm just saying. Of course I shall reimburse you, the as yet unnamed Lothario said. I could not allow a woman to pay for my mother's gift. Your mother's gift? Kaylee almost asked it as a question, but saved herself at the last moment as realization dawned on her. Of course. So sorry to have it dropped off here, the man said, offering his hand to Kaylee. I'm Robert Van. I've been transferred to this department, but I don't have my own girl yet. Nice to meet you, Kaylee said, recovering enough to execute a mediocre handshake. 
Shirley and Robert exchanged polite introductions. Robert said, I must be going now. He lifted the box of chocolates. Need to get these off to mother before they melt. Or before I eat them all, Kaylee said for no reason whatsoever. The room fell silent. Um, right, Robert said. Goodbye for now. He left and Kaylee collapsed into her chair. I should have known those chocolates weren't for me. I, for one, am glad they weren't. Shirley. Three, two, one. No, no. Darn you, Tyler. (laughs) Okay, first of all, you are always really good at this. Setting time period without saying what the time period is. Yeah. Like I immediately knew we were in the past when you said the price of popcorn. I can get, Mm -hmm. I can get that for half the amount. And I'm like, like in what universe you're right. Mm -hmm. The past and then the Bobby Darren. And so, so good. He didn't have his own girl yet. Just the verbiage Mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. Yep. 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 Love it. Um, I will have to tell you though, I was distracted immediately at the beginning of the story when you used the word archive. Cause I was like, archive. Wow, what is the setting? What's going on here? So I had to get back into the story for a second. I know it was really confusing too because she started off being like investigating a murder and then she turned into a secretary, but who knows? It was a sprint. Yeah, I was gonna ask you, it had a feel to it that this might be like a, a mystery, like a murder mystery type of a thing. Mm-hmm. And you have ooh, <laughs> you have written that before. Like I when we first started as a, a writing group, you were writing a series that was mm-hmm. a mystery that I really mm-hmm. enjoyed. Really, really mm-hmm. enjoyed it. So, mm-hmm. so are okay. you gonna tell us? Did he have a second box of tacos behind well, his back I don't, for her? Here's the thing. He like changed who he was while I was writing him. And so then suddenly I wanted to make him foreign or like and so it was really difficult. And that's probably why I ran out of time because I got so much into like these people and, you know, like I wanted to say a lot more. So I'm not really sure where it would go if I was permitting myself to just write it. For me as a plotter, this is one of the most enjoyable parts of our podcast for me is to get inside the brain of a pantser. Right. And to hear you talk about how that how the story forms in your head and as you're doing it, like that, that kind of happens to me as I'm plotting. That's just so interesting to me that mm-hmm. you, as you verbalize those things. So, well, it's cool. been really tricky because I've been talking a lot to Maria Johnson um, and she's from uh, England. She's originally from Wales. And so like, OK, so this character is in my head speaking with an accent. But if I tried to read it, I'm afraid that my reading would be mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. some kind of weird accent mm-hmm. but in my mind this man speaks with it like i can hear him talking to me so somehow he had an accent in my head too when you were reading so it. see what mm-hmm. i mean and so yeah. like it's it's tricky because then when i read it back i hope i'm not like putting an accent <laughs> there if you'd be like what kind of weird accent is she trying to do anyway it's just they just reveal themselves to me the more i write them mm-hmm. so my other favorite line was uh a library and not the public kind <laughs> so oh i know yeah because you didn't even need to elaborate. It was in my head. I'm like, oh, yeah, I got it. Uh, I got it. So, yeah, I should have just left it there. Yeah, like in the edit. Yeah, take out the rest. I don't say, I'm not saying you have to. It was good. That was I good, think, too. But yeah. like, I was already there for you. Piper says, as trivial as chocolates. <laughs> uh, chocolates are not trivial in my world. Yeah. She says, ah, great bait and switch. Thanks. Uh, fantastic it. characters. Gigi says, Jamie, <clears throat> uh, all an almost love story. This is awesome. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Aha. Uh-huh. That was fun. The gun snapping. Brilliant. Thanks. That's fantastic. The prices are a great setting indication. The dialogue is awesome too. 
Piper says, yes, I love how the characters form in my head while they're going on the page, but that, but not really before. Yeah. And Shell agrees with me about the library line. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Thanks, everyone. My love tank is so full. My back is very well fed. Awesome. Good. Good. (laughs) All right. Well, if Jamie's back is well fed, then let's move on to what's next. We've already Mm -hmm. talked about our what's up. And let's move on to our what's next. This is what's happening in our futures. So, um, Jamie, why don't you tell us first? All right. Well, I'm trying not to freak out, but like this is my, okay, so this is social media, this podcast, but this I feel like is my writerly writer friends who can hear how it is to be a writer and have this. Mm -hmm. Um, So now I'm launching a novel and now there's marketing and now, oh, yeah. And they've got empathy and they can understand. Yes. And so, you know, that's this kind of stuff I'm bringing here to the what's next because so I have to give my book one more read through before it goes to like my editor person. And okay. Point is I have a lot to do and it can be so overwhelming and I just have to stay in today. Today's work is enough for today. I don't need to rush myself. I don't need to try to get it done faster. I just need to do what I'm supposed to be doing today. And I'm trying to focus on, yes, harmony and contentment. Because, like, what what does worrying or regret do for me that's positive? Uh, Nothing. So uh, today has enough trouble for itself. So I'm just trying to be in the present as much as possible, dealing with the tasks that I have to do today. So that's where I am. And I hope that you will go to writingshorts.net if you would like to read more of my writing, W-R-I-T-I-N-G, shorts.net. Excellent advice that every human being could use. Thanks. What about you, Rhonda? What's up next for you? Well, um, I, uh, in the next week, I'm going to be revisiting my business plan. Um, My writing partner has decided to retire So I need to talk about um, rebranding. If I'm going to, I need to make decisions. If I'm going to rebrand, if I'm going to change anything in the business plan um, and see if there's any projects that I wanted to do that I put on hold in deference to my partner. So um, that is, I'm going to be spending my next week doing that, but also keeping up with my writing because I've got uh, two weeks of good habits behind me already. And I don't want to lose those again. Um, So, yeah, that's what I'll be doing is just um, figuring out what I'm doing after next month. (laughs) You know, it's interesting, too, because we went to take these pictures and it was about halfway through the year. And I thought, well, how excellent for me personally to have a moment to like think about a rebrand or think about where am I going. And it Mm -hmm. seems like Rhonda organically, that's kind of been built in for you to kind of reassess at the halfway point. So I just find that Mm -hmm. interesting that we're both kind of Mm -hmm. in this new starting gate place, right? Yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. And we can do it together. Okay. Okay. Jennifer, let's hear about you. Okay. Well, first let's hit the, um, the what's up in our chat um leah says her what's next is 120,000 words tamed and beaten to a pulp aka editing i agree jamie one day at a time and congrats to you for finishing number nine nine books leah that should be celebrated good for you 
Piper's What's Next is finishing up a copy edit to send to my editor for a last read-through and ordering the cover. (gasps) Yay. Is she going to do like a cover? Are you going to do a cover reveal somehow, Piper? You have a newsletter, I think, right? I'd like to know what she's going to do about that if she wants to pop that in there. Um, Shell says, what's next? Working on a new story and think I need to take some time to do notebook writing for character work and plot exploration. Oh. We were talking about notebook work, weren't we, Rhonda? Like, you were talking about getting out your notebooks. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Rhonda, Piper has a question. She said, I was wondering about using author photos with writing with a partner. Any comments? Mm-hmm. So you don't have to worry about that now, but had you guys discussed that? Yes. And my writing partner was even more opposed to taking pictures than, um, <laughs> than Tina. And so what I had been using, um, was just a logo, but I also have a caricature that we had done at a craft show two or three years ago. That is surprisingly accurate that I was <laughs> thinking about using as an avatar since I couldn't get her to take a photograph. So Quick question for me. Now that you are moving forward solo, are you writing under Rhonda, ha- Rhonda Hagerman? Or are you going to write under Dee Dee Bauman? Well, I've already put a lot of work into the branding for Dee Dee. So that's a decision I will be making this week. I will right, let you so, know next week. Um, I would ask everybody that listens to be praying about that for you too, because yes, it's one of those you. things that's a big decision. So yeah. yeah it is. Alex says, my what's next is finishing up summer classes and hopefully having more time to write. Mm. I hear you, sister. All right. So my what's next is I have eight days to reach my goal of editing, getting through this first edit of the book. And I am just now halfway through. Um, And it is taking me longer than I thought. It is. It's not as difficult of an edit as book three was, but it is a nano project. So there's lots of places that I have to stop and really kind of craft where I just kind of like, this is what's happening kind of thing. It's not terrible. I've read lots of books that are at the level that my book is at right now, but it's not the level that I write at. So um, I'm hoping with my husband returning to work on Monday that I will find more extra. And there's no doctor's appointments next week. I'm hoping to find lots of extra time to to still reach that goal because it's still just the first edit. So um, that's where I'm at. Um, I still will be live streaming. I shouldn't have to miss at all this next week. So if you're interested in writing in the mornings with me, uh, Monday, Tuesday and Wednesdays, I write with a live stream from 8 until 10 a.m. Eastern time. If you're interested in joining me, you can go to youtube.com forward slash Jennifer Tong, and that's where you'll find me. Yeah, it's a really nice way to start off your day. Thanks. Yes, I started my days off uh, at least once this week, and it was very lovely. I enjoyed it. It was nice having you there too, Rhonda. Yes. And if you guys need some, um, I saw that Alex has got summer classes and looking for more time to write. Last week's episode was about finding some boundaries during the summertime when those sirens of summer start calling. So look up that episode and um, don't forget to sign up for our newsletter so that you guys will know when we're going to be talking about a topic of interest to you. ChristianDWriters.net. Awesome. I hope it's .net, isn't it? It's not .com. It is .net. You're correct. <laughs> I was being all fancy. <laughs> You're so fancy. Yes. All right. Well, if we have uh, nothing else to mention about headshots or anything else, then anything. All right. Then this concludes the Christian Indie Writers podcast. So until next week, may your pen be prolific. May your deadlines be met. And may all of your words honor Christ. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.